Hello. Hey, Crystal. Hello. Welcome to <laughs> Making of Her Story. Uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, my name is Crystal Farley, and my dear friend, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Heidi and I, we uh, sending little love, sending little love uh, symbols right now. I know there's a whole country dividing us right now, but <laughs> but we uh, we manage to maintain as as much communication as we deal with the obstacles that life throws at us, right? Yeah, we we do, and I think you know just having the commitment, you know, our our mutual commitment to to this is the glue. It's like glue that keeps us together, Crystal. So, um, yeah, but I'm really excited about today's episode. Before we jump in, though, you have been doing some ex exciting stuff. So why don't, why don't you maybe talk a little bit about what you're um, doing with GISC and uh, take like two minutes or a couple minutes to talk oh, about sure, that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, speaking of pivotal moments, right? I mean, that's the whole point of right? this podcast. I've, uh, you know, for those of you that return listeners, thank you. I've been, you know, in my in my business full time now for the this year. So for about seven months, um, which is really exciting because I already have paying clients and all of that good stuff. But, you know, when you start any business or project, sometimes you cast a really wide net. Um, mm -hmm. and you're not 100% sure what's going to stick. And so I sort of had, I think I've kind of found my niche and I am lucky enough to now be an authorized partner with Wiley. So I can now, um, partner with organizations to facilitate workshops based upon everything disc and, um, the five behaviors of a cohesive team. So super excited about that. There's a whole slew of workshops that I'm now offering with regards to, um, you know, diffusing stress in the workplace through communication, um, developing better team communication strategies, having productive conflict and that sort of thing. So it's been a whirlwind. It's been a crazy summer, but absolutely completely worth it. Oh, I think it's phenomenal. And, and uh, I think I mentioned we use DISC in our business a lot and it's such a, the methodology behind it is, is amazing and and you're it's just going to really broaden what you can bring to you know the table so i'm sure you're going to add you've always added value but i think you're going to add so much value to the companies you do work with so good for you Thanks. and i've had a lot of change oh geez you know but uh um the just maybe we should bring the listeners but you know made a another corporate change so um, back at the company that I had left the earlier part of this year, and I'm I'm happy to be home. So um, I'm hoping my life will you know stabilize a little bit better. And while I super enjoyed the work that I did in Guyana, and um, I you know felt like really made an impact and met so many incredible people, got involved in girls in tech and doing women entrepreneurship workshops. I am now. Back at VXI, so I'm very happy about that. So lots of us have, both of us have had a lot of changes, eh? Yeah, and I think, you know, um, there's a lot of lessons that we've learned this summer and a lot with the transition, I think. With every end, there's a new beginning. And so, like, I've, you know, gone through some personal transition, too. And I think, um, you know, when you, when you say no to one thing, you say yes to a lot. When you carve out time... Um, by getting rid of things that are holding you back, you then make time for things that are really important, right? And so when yeah, goals or that. 
relationships and that sort of thing are not exactly, or even like offerings that I was doing, you know, aren't exactly what I what fit in my business. It's not always easy to say no, and it's not always easy to say bye, right? But sometimes you got to do it and, and look at us now. And, you know, things are starting to yeah. settle and we're on the up, we're on the uphill. It's all good. I, I completely agree. So let's talk a little bit about our guest today. So sur surprise, surprise. I love her. I know. It's like the funny joke. Oh, I love everybody. No, wait. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm always blessed on these, when we record these podcasts, Heidi. I get women that I love. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I get to talk to you and always a fabulous woman, right? So, um, <laughs> so Miss Wendy Bellevue is on the line. Hello, Wendy. Hello. Um, and Wendy, Hi, everyone. I, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're happy to have you. Um, finally, because I know that um, schedules in life this summer have been crazy for all of us, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> but we were finally able to coordinate. And Wendy and I, I reached out to Wendy asking her to be on the podcast a couple of months ago because when I worked with <laughs> Apple, she was always the girl that you went to and you could expect to be cheered up. Her smile is contagious. She's absolutely beautiful. She has a great personality, but she's also like super honest. And so like, She'll, she'll fault. You'll keep it real in like a really funny way. You know what I mean? So it's it's always um it's it's kind of nice to, that that was sort of your persona at the store, right? When dealing with customers and and Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's true. Um and so Wendy, and then, you know, I follow Wendy all these years. So now it's been a long time since she and I've worked together and you know, she's now working um in in technology still, but um, for, is it a diabetes organization, Wendy? Yes, actually, yes. Uh, Jocelyn Diabetes Center, yes. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's an organization in Brookline that basically like revolutionized and pioneered uh, medicine in diabetes. So it's actually pretty cool. Right, but or that's like a not specialty the clinic. Or have done, right? So you were in Korea, you've done some acting. Oh, so oh, do you mind sharing yes. about your life? Uh, yes. Um, well, I start, I, again, like Crystal said, we worked together at the Apple store and it was definitely a, a, an amazing company for me because that's where I learned how an organization should definitely treat their employees. And um, from there, I spent, uh, I went to Korea for two years because um, I think I, I signed a one year contract and taught kindergarten to grade six, and it was an amazing experience. I loved it so much that I signed up for another year. And um, like, I just love the culture. I love the culture, the people, the food is amazing. And I think the food is very close to um, Haitian food, because I don't know, for people who don't know, I'm Haitian American. And uh, we use a lot of spices, they use a lot of spices, so I ate up everything. They called me like, they called me, um, Korean Haitian because I was eating food that usually other people don't eat and it was it was just it was just really it was amazing um and I spent two years there with my cousin I came back because I felt like it was time to like you know start adulting oh my gosh I hate that word so much but adulting <laughs> come back and say I use it a lot with my kids so I know it's like oh the a word again mom right yeah, so. right it drives me insane because 
Because Alexander the Great conquered like almost almost half the world before he was 33. And for us to pay a bill, it's called adulting. Like it drives me crazy. I can't. I just don't understand. I just I just don't get it. But um, that's my generation for you. You're welcome. Yay, millennials. <laughs> <laughs> so I came back to the States to, to really get my career going and I got, um, I got a job, went back to Apple, then I got a job at Partners Healthcare, helping them implement um, Epic, like I did software testing for them for Epic, and then uh, went to BMC, Boston Medical Center, on a contract, and helped them implement Epic there. And then from there, I got to um, uh, uh, grace the halls of Jocelyn Diabetes Center, and I really, really love it there because but we're not working with Epic, which is interesting. I'm surprised they hired me, but we're not working with Epic. We're working with another EHR called NextGen, which is pretty cool. So NextGen is, is another awesome uh, uh, um, software that they use in the hospital. So it's 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 like it's been a it's been a wild ride. I'm not gonna lie. One thing from um, from one thing to another. Um, yeah, and then I do a little bit of acting. I do a lot of community theater, and um, I even was. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Castle Rock on Hulu. I'm in episode six. Yeah. I play, I play a nurse. <laughs> I, didn't tell, I didn't tell anybody about it because I thought they cut my scene out. And it wasn't until people were like inundating me with screenshots of me on TV. And I'm like, they're like, oh my God, you're on TV. And I'm like, oh snap, they actually put it in there. <laughs> so it was actually pretty cool. I hope to do more. I hope to do a lot more. Maybe even write my own things too. If I could be a, if I could be a, a female Tyler Perry writing my own stuff, I'd be good to go have my own studio and just writing my own content and like my own stories. Oh my gosh. I can't, I'd, I'd love that. I would love, I would absolutely love that. So. Well, how do you I make know. that happen? I know. How do you make know, it happen? Right? Yeah, why um, well, well, that's the thing that's a little bit nerve wracking for me because whenever I'm about to open up a new like chapter of my life, I always go through a period of anxiety because I realize something about myself as outgoing and, 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 and boisterous as I am, I'm actually like deathly afraid of change. And so I, now mm. I have to recondition my, yeah, it's crazy. And, but that's what's keeping me stuck. And I'm sure like a lot of people can relate to this is that you want to do all these great things, but like you get stuck because you don't know where to start. And you, you it's almost like a, a, fee, a fear of success as well, a fear of failure and fear of success. Like it's a fear of, of the unknown. So sure. I have to re so I have to realize I have to recondition my mind against change. So I do a lot of like affirmations, a lot of like I don't know if you guys ever heard of um the five times fifty five rule or something like that. No, it's, tell it's me basically, more. It's, oh, it's basically like um it, it's very much law of attractiony. So I don't know if you guys are into that, but it's gonna be like it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty meta. So bear with me. I'm sorry. Um, it's basically just writing um um. Uh, like, like, let's say an affirmation or something. So like I would write, like what I'm doing right now is I'm writing, um, I love change and change is an opportunity. Um, wait, I love change and change is an opportunity for success. So I would write that 55 times five and, um, f for five days. So five times 55. So we're like kind of like a repetitive mantra to reprogram your brain. Yeah. And it works, girl, it works. Wow, That's I how love I was able that. I was out of work for four months and trust me, nothing gets you down than like, than something like that happening because it's like, I did all the things I was supposed to do. I went to college, I got the degree and then like, I, I did everything I was supposed to do. And here I am like for four months struggling to find a job. So I, I hit like really bad, bad, bad depression. And um, I guess if a lot of people are out there listening to this and, and have that experience, 
trust me, the feeling that you, I had to like read Think and Grow Rich to reprogram my brain again and get back to the, to the, um, to the mindset of like, even though this is what my situation is now, that's not what my reality is. That's not what it's good. That's not what, that's not what it, it's going to end up being. You know what I mean? Like this too shall pass. If that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And but it's like, not who you are, right? Like it's all, yeah. you know, I think sometimes we make yes. the mistake of defining what we do is who we are and, right. yes. and it's not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You are speaking to my soul. That hit me at a cellular level. Girl. Yes. You're preaching. Yes. Because that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I, 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 I internalized it because I was like, I can't believe I'm a, that's it. I failed. I have officially failed at life. Like that's what I felt like to me. And then to, to, to go from that mindset to be able to, to do the work on yourself mentally and, and do the uphill battle and get to the mindset of no, this too shall pass. I'm not like, I'm, uh, this is not where I am. It's just my current situation. I'm go like, I'm going to, I have to like, you know, like that whole, um, uh, uh, think it, believe it, see it, work towards it. And then you'll achieve it. Like all that mantra I had to really like, I had to go back to the basics girl. Like it was a come to Jesus moment. It was real. It was real. It was real. Like I, I was going through it. And then I did the five times and I, I sat down and like, I, I was like, what was going to make me feel better? And I made a vision board. And that instantly made me start feeling better because it put my goals in focus. So one of my goals was to get the job that I want at the salary that I wanted. And I got that at Jocelyn Diabetes Center. And it was a salary that like, it was one of those things where it's like, put a goal big enough. And then you don't think, you know, so big that if you achieve it, like it, 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 a, a goal so big that it scares you. I don't know if you guys ever heard that mantra before or heard that saying. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I did that. And I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but but you know what? I have nothing to lose. And this is the time to work on, on, on work on my face. So I did that and I actually got the job and I didn't think I was like, you know, worthy of that salary, but I was like, put it anyway. Don't like, don't like sh short guess yourself, do it. And I did it. Uh, I have other goals on there as well for like fitness goals. Another goal in there for like, um, for acting, like I've got like, you got the part and like, I have a sign and it says like, Talent needs Hollywood. Hollywood doesn't need talent, which because everyone's trying to push their way into Hollywood and there's a lot of gatekeepers there. Instead of that, that's what I'm telling you guys right now. Focus on creating and making your own stuff and, and, and writing your own movies and working with a production company and getting it done. And that's where I'm at right now. So it's a lot, it's a lot of right now I'm in a transition moment. Like I'm, I'm getting some of my goals slowly, but it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting ride that I'm in right now because I went from the lowest of the low to like actually seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, so that is, that's awesome. Um, tell me about the moment that you got that call, that you got the job. Oh, well, well, here's what's interesting. I, well, it was more like um, after I did the vision board and I started writing my, my affirmation, I started going on, more, on, 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 on interviews more and more. But what happened was I started, I, I started listening more to, to my environment, to, to like, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but the universe. So I went on a job interview and one of the women that were, was coming out of it was just, we just started talking and they were saying like, yeah, um, staffing companies are, are, cause that's what I was going through, a ton of staffing companies. And they're like, yeah, they're kind of iffy. But there's one that I was really working with that was really good called Beacon Hill Staffing. And I was like, something about that stuck with me. Like I decided to start listening more to my intuition and listening more to like my inner 
and, and having that guide me instead of letting panic be my reactionary um, uh, um, uh, uh, default mode. You know, does that make sense? So then I was like, you know yeah. what? So then the Beacon Hill staffing kind of stayed in my head. It kind of rolled around. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, you know what? I, and I hated, honestly, I went through a period of four, four months, no work. Hated staffing companies because all they do is get your information and never call you back. So I'm like, I'm not. So then my logical self, my logical, fearful, like uh, um, negative energy, like, like anxiety self was saying, don't waste your time. Don't do it. But my intuition the intuition that I kept training for like four months, like my, my affirmations, my positive thinking said, you know what? One more chance. Do this one. Like, what else do you have to lose? You know, do it anyway. So I, I called Beacon Hill Staffing. Beacon Hill Staffing called me in two weeks to come in for an interview for a job. They prepped me for the interview, went in there. It was, it was amazing. It was the price that I wanted. It was like the salary that I wanted, the people that I loved, but it was a contract. And I didn't want another contract because I was coming from BMC from a contract. And so that's how I was, the contract ended and then four months of no work. So I wanted something full-time. I did not want a contract at all. And I went to the interview anyway, and then it had, it, had, it checked all the boxes, but again, it was, a, it was, a, it was that whole contract thing. And then again, I realized fear was holding me back. Like you're going to do another contract and you're going to be out of work again. And you're not going to, don't take this job. Like, but then I, again, I had to I had to really focus on like listening to my intuition as like, am I gonna let fear dictate my actions or am I gonna let faith dictate my actions? And I decided to take the job and let faith dictate dictate my actions. And since then I've I've been there, I've been like uh, uh, meeting amazing people, being trained by amazing people. Well, I, I shouldn't I jumped ahead. I um I went for the interview. I would, as I was walking to my car from that interview for Jocelyn, the, the guy at the Beacon Hill staffing person called me and they're like, they loved you immediately and they want to offer you the job. Do you want to take it? At that time, I was also interviewing for another job that was full time, what I wanted, you know what I mean? For security. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was like my, 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 secu my blanket, my security blanket. And they were offered, they were not offering yet. They hadn't offered me the job yet, but I was interviewing for a full time position. So if I said no to Jocelyn, and then I like for, for a full-time position. Job. It, it, yeah. yeah. And if I didn't get the other job, so then it, it, I was like in a weird, like, 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 Oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? And then I sat down in my car and I was like, okay, you've been working on yourself for this long. Are you going to let fear dictate your actions or are you going to let faith dictate your actions and, and going by everything that you want, like this checks off everything that you want on the vision board that you put there. Like it seemed like the universe was aligning itself and saying like, this is what I'm giving you on a platter because you literally asked for everything on this platter. Are you willing to take it? And I said, you know what? I'm going to go with my intuition. I'm going to go with the work that I've done and I'm going to choose faith instead of like the, you know, sacrificing the security and, and you know, security of the, of the full time. So I said, yes, that day I said, yes. I, I was like, can I, can I get like, you know, a couple of days to think about it? They said, yeah, you can, but just to let you know, like they, they really want you right away. So if you can get us an answer as soon as possible, go ahead. I sat about it in my car and like that day I called the guy back and I was like, I want to take it. I, and that was the scariest thing ever. Cause that was me taking the jump to another contract again. So that was me like giving up the full time, you know what I mean? And for like a couple of days I, I was like feeling like anxiety. Cause I guess that's like, maybe that's my default mode. I programmed that into my psyche so much that I always go back to a place of fear. And now for me, it's all about trying to find a way to reprogram my brain, to, to, to view change as something that's a good thing instead of 
having my body and my psyche and my subconscious react like, like, you know, retreat. No, it's uncertain, you know, uncertain territories. Go back. Cause since I've started choosing um, faith instead of fear, I've been doing a lot better with my life and my choices and, and the, the things in my life. I love that. Yeah, I right? love that. And I think so many women, regardless of your, you know, their, their, um, with societal norms and the way people are, you know, there's a patriarchal society and that sort of thing. I think that right. fear rules us most of yes. the time. And so to hear yes. a woman like yourself, you know, choose faith over fear, take a risk, have it work out is really inspiring. So thank you for it is. all of that. And, and honestly, it does. Oh the key you is know to, what? I see yeah? that. I just had this weird vision, Wendy. And listen, yes. the, the way that this podcast came about was my weird vision. So, but I see you writing something, a play or something called Faith versus Fear, or something about that topic, because that is yes. so powerful. I, yes, and exactly. So that's, what, that's the theme of what I wanted to do. Oh my God, you're that. so good. Are you psychic or something? Oh my gosh, am I getting a reading right now? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know, but this is what happened. <laughs> uh, but I just saw it. I, I just had a complete clear vision of that. Right? Isn't it amazing? Like following that intuition. And that's what I think I love about being a woman. Because we, we're like, you know, known for having like, that's what they say, like having like really good intuition and stuff. And it's high time for me anyway, to start resting in my femininity and, and, and listening to my inner self, Listen, whatever it's called. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. Some people call it their inner intuition. Some people call it their hunch. You know what I mean? Like depending on what religion or what, or what, uh, um, you know, what you believe in. But whatever it is, this, this, this inner voice in you that's pushing you to do something and then like your, 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 your logical or, or your, your, um, your conditioned self that's, that's used to pulling back and like, no, don't do it like push past that like d like if that if you can do whatever you can and even if you can't just push because a lot of people it's easier said than done right like get over it like you can't do that if you need to then put those systems in place to hack your hack yourself hack your psyche like if you have to repeat it 500 times you, you don't even have to believe it just write it down five times 55 five um 55 times a day for five days you know what i mean or just keep saying it to yourself or every time a negative thought comes in your head you have to speak back to it. Like, nope, actually, if other people can do it, I can do it too. Even if you don't believe it, always speak back to that negative voice. Let that, because that negative voice is used to having power and control in you. And it's your, it is man or woman, it's your job to stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. If I fail, then I fail. What happens? And even if you, you think, you know, like, yeah. oh my gosh, even if you have to make a pro and a cons chart, do do it and look and look like what's the worst thing that could happen and and when you put it down on paper and you look at it like it's not so bad it's not even that bad right you, you know what i mean right. and then you're yeah. like and then preach, preach, and, girl, and, preach. Yes. <laughs> and slowly start taking the preach. first step that's another another thing too like if, don't <laughs> don't think you're going to see the whole picture keep the vision in your head but just take one step towards it like if you're going to start a business you know what i'm going to I'm going to look up trademarking prices today. Next, right. the next week, you know what? I saved up 150 bucks or whatever. I'm going to go now and trademark my name. That's it. Just like slowly, one step at a time. Just, you know what I mean? Just, and, then, and then like literally the universe will unfold for you because you got that vision 
in your head or that idea for a reason. And I was always afraid because a lot of people, because I, I, I was raised in a Christian household. So a lot of people were like, you know, like, like let go and let God. But I, and I was always afraid of that because I'm like, well, what if God has a different plan for me? Like, what if he wants me to be on a mountain somewhere, like living with the monks, you know, like, and nothing wrong with that, but that's not the, that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that. But when you actually realize that, like, you're, you're a co-creator in this universe and you're, you're, you're part of the, the whole human history, like, when you go, let go and let the universe or let God or whatever you guys want to call it, like, your, when they say, like, uh, let that will happen, your will becomes, becomes the greater will, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to panic because... What you want is what you're like, what you have envisioned your mind or the idea that's pushing you towards something that's like your idea is what the universe has idea, like is what the, the your or your greater, your um, higher self, if you will, has that idea of vision for you. So it's one in the same, that vision you have for yourself is one in the same. So you're not giving up a vision. Yeah. You're not giving up a part of yourself. You're not, you're not going to be like shutting a door that you're never going to open again. Like, it, it, it's never going to happen. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Maybe I'm too I meta. The universe, I'm probably, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, too yeah. Meta. the universe is awesome. The universe has, it works in strange and, and wonderful ways. And Yeah, and, uh, if you let it, let it flow, let, let it flow. It's true. And trust, trust is a huge Crystal, thing. About you. I don't know about you, Crystal, but I think uh, you and I need a trip to Korea for food. I love it. Absolutely. Let's just start there and see what happens from there. Absolutely. Exactly. Listen, I've been scoping out um, Korean restaurants all around Boston. So if you guys are interested or ever in the area, hit me up. I know where you are. All right. I'm in. I'm in. But Heidi, when you thing. get back, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're totally in. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. I love your energy. So, oh my gosh, oh. Crystal, are we at a end of our time already? We are. But oh. you wonder what the really oh. convenient sorry. thing is? No, Wendy, you hit all the points. You shared about your depression and how you came out of it, which was definitely a pivotal moment for you. You gave advice yes. to our listeners, which is choose faith over fear and take yes. baby steps and take risks. So you honestly checked all the boxes. I think the only thing we haven't done is, um, so Wendy, I don't oh, know good. if you like publicize your social media, but I follow you and I find you fascinating. And I love it. So I don't know if you want I to tell people where to find you, but they should know where to find you. I always tell people not. It's so funny because I always tell people not to follow me on social media. I'm oh the only person that's like, don't do it. I do, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I only because other people like, but I'm the kind of people that society is gonna tell you to hate because I'm a conservative. So I get it. Like I get we're so divided and I get everybody is feels like very strongly. So like, I'm telling you, don't follow me. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm savage online. Crystal, I'm surprised you're still friends with me. I, honestly, I but, don't you know, judge. But, but honestly, that's another thing too, that I, even me, I, I have to point out my fault. I'm way too savage and I have to pull it back only because for me, I, I want to grow as a person. And I need to know how to better, I don't know, either express myself or something. Cause I let fear govern me. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Fear and anxiety governs me a lot. And when that does, it kind of comes, it, it comes off like, it comes off like, like just my inner Scorpio comes out and like my, the stinger is out and I'm, and I'm, I'm.